So we're starting today, um, Daf Yudalid. We're at the bottom. We're about to start the uh, 18, uh, well, the 16 that we have left of the 18 uh, Devarim that they were geyser like Beishamai. So the first nine are all have to do with Truma, like we explained yesterday, that will make you a Shani because a Shani can make uh, Truma into a Shlishi, which will basically possel, which will possel. So now, meaning it becomes the it becomes so if if you're shaning normally like we said for chulin, it's the shaning is the end of the line. It can't it can't make um, another food into a shlishi. It just it ends at shaney. But for truma, it can passel. So Montana, we want to know our line uh, the second last line on Yud Gimel base. Montana ha'echol echol rishon ve'echol echol shaney mifsel pasli. Who is the Tana that holds that if you eat food that is a Rishan Latuma or food that is a Shani Latuma that it possels. Meaning it only possels, it only uh, contracts Tuma, but Tumuye Lai Matamu. It does not it, it, it only contracts Tuma, it does not um, uh, send Tuma along to other things. Okay, meaning, like we explained, that there's two elements of Tuma. There's the ability for something to become Tame. So a shani can uh, become a shlishi for truma purposes. It can become tummy, but it cannot. Um, it can contract tuma, but it cannot. It cannot transmit tuma. So the idea of contracting tuma and it ending there would be called the missile pusli. And metamo tmuye. That's where it's metama. That means it contracts and transmits tuma. So we want to know who is the tana that basically holds that. Um, Shlishi is pusel; it only contracts and is not transmitting. So, Amarabba you want to know which Tana that is? That's Rabbi Yeshua. He did Tanan. We have the following brisa. Rabbi Yezer says, If you eat food that is a Rishain, then the person becomes Rishain. The, the person who ate the food that was a Rishan becomes a Rishan. If you eat food that was a Shani, the person who eats the food becomes a Shani Lotama. If you eat food that is a Shlishi, that, is, that makes you a Shlishi Lotama. Rabbi Shua Aymer, he says it doesn't matter. Right? So we see that in Rabbi Eliezer, whatever the food that is that you're eating, that's what we were geyser you are. So if you eat food that's a Rishan, you become a Rishan. Shani is Shani, you become a Shani. Shishi, you become a Shishi. Rabbi Shua argues. He says, you always become a Shani. Ha'echel echel Rishan, ve'echel Shani, Shani. Either way, if you eat food that's a Rishan or food that's a Shani, you become a, a Shani. Shlishi, if you eat food that's a Shlishi, okay, since he holds, like we're going to say that Rabbi Yeshua holds mifsul psule, that it's the end of the line for shlishi. So the problem is if it's the end of the line, then it shouldn't be able to make you into... Okay, so there's another rule that I have to just uh, explain. This is a little complicated. Um, if well, It's very complicated. Um, but basically, the, the rule with Tuma is that Tuma is very much dependent on what you had in mind for. So... There's also, there's a couple of concept that we're, concepts that we're going to layer here. There's also a concept of saying that, let's say a Kohen, okay, um, so he generally would be eating truma, frequently would be eating truma. So there was a din that a lot of Kohanim that were careful, what they used to do was they would keep, they would keep the halachas of truma even on their chulin, 
okay, or halachas of kodesh even on of hektish even on their chulin because they were frequent, they were kohanim, so they frequently would have to eat truma. So, meaning, the, the, when I say the halachas, meaning it's how they were nohagatzmam, how they kept themselves. So they were very careful not to become tame, for instance, as a shani l'tumah, so as not to make the true mashlishi. So since they were, they always had to be very sensitive to that. So there were kohanim, the ones that were, um, you know, the, the, the that were careful, they would even keep the dinim of a truma um, for tumah, for chulin, meaning they would make sure to never become a shani, even when they were about to eat chulin, so that they wouldn't come, right? Because we said that chulin, you can't, if, if you're eating a piece of chulin, even if you're a shani, it doesn't make the chulin tame, the food doesn't become tame, but truma, it would passel. So therefore they would keep, it's called chulin shanasu al taras truma, that they would be very careful to be nahigit. So that's point number one. Point number two is, that whatever you had in mind for in that scenario, okay, so let's say you were going to be very careful to make sure that your chulin did not, you were going to keep the chulin with the stringencies of truma. Because it's based on your machshava, on your mindset, if we would reach the end of the line and we still had to make tuma, we couldn't, since we couldn't go any further with truma, we would have to start all over again. Meaning, like we said, chulin, the end of the line, is a shani. Truma, the end of the line, is a shlishi. And hektish goes all the way to a V. So let's say a person had in mind to keep the stringencies of truma, which would be until a shlishi latuma, and then we hit the end of the line. So for instance, he has chulin shanasa al-taras truma. He wants to keep, the, it's chulin, but he wants to keep the stringencies of truma. And then he eats it as a shlishi. Meaning it's not really truma, so he's allowed to eat it, even though it became tame. He was just keeping the chumras of truma. If he goes ahead and eats it, so he becomes tame himself. But the problem is that because there is, we already reached the end of the line for truma as a shlishi, we have to start all over again. And the truma that he's contracting for hektish to start all over again as a rishain. And then when he eats it, he becomes a shani again. Point being, so I'll, I'll read this in the Gemara. And if, if you don't, really understand it. I can't say that I understand it 100%. I understand it. Uh, I've tried a lot. I understand it about as well as I'll ever understand it. Um, it's just very complex. So, Rabbi Shua Aymer, again, I'm going to read this in. Whether you eat a Rishon or a Shani, you're a Shani. Shlishi, if you eat a Shlishi, okay, then you're a Shani L'Kaidesh, the ain't Shani L'Truma. Because, like we said, b'chulin shenasu al taras truma. So it's chulin shenasu al taras truma. And since you reach the end of the line for truma, you're done. It's no longer tummy for truma. And when it, when you eat when you ate this food, there is some sort of tuma because lamaisa you were keeping tuma. But it goes back to be a tuma only as a shani for only for kodesh and not for anything else. Point being, okay. Point being, in all of this, what we see is that we can reach the end of the line by truma. And we wanted to know, when we started, we wanted to know who holds that it reaches, again, means it will contract tuma, will not transmit to tuma, meaning it's the end of the line. We wanted to know who is that shita. We see it's Rabbi Yeshua shita because the first one holds that you are what you eat. Rabbi Eliezer held you are what you eat. Rabbi Yeshua, we see that when it comes to a shlishi, we go back so we reach the end of the line, so it must be that it's misul psuya. 
it's tumui, it doesn't transmit, and therefore, we, when we go back, we can only make it tummy for Kaidish, no longer for Truma, because you already reached the end of the line. Okay, so, um, now, okay, so now we figured out this from Yeshua, now we want to know the reason. Okay, I hope uh, everybody can tune back in now. We want to know the reason why when you eat a Eichel Rishon or an Eichel Sheni, um, we're geyser. So, Eichel Rishon and Eichel Sheni, my time of Gazubur Rabbanon. Why did the Rabbanon hold that you are Tumah? Why did they hold that if you eat them? In other words, like we said, when you eat something that's Tameh, Midar Raisa, you don't actually become Tameh. That was Xer Rabbanon. Because the Zimnin, the Eichel Eichel Tameim, you might come to eat food that is Tameh, because let's say, um, if, if we said that there was nothing wrong with your guf, right? When you ate the, the food that's tumah, let's say you ate food that's a shaming the tumah. The concern is, let's say you stick the food in your mouth, right? You're eating potato chips, and now you're thirsty, so you take some mashkin of truma and you drink it to wash down your potato chips. But if your potato chips were a shaming the you have now made the truma into truma uh, midaraisa into a shlishi, and that is very bad. So in order for us to make sure you don't do that, what we said is when you eat food of a shani, your goof becomes a shani, and you'll know, because your goof is a shani, you'll know that you won't touch truma, you'll never come to do this. So that was, um, those were the, the third and fourth thing of the 18, meaning the first one was, um, and, and I have on, on, on the chart that I'll send around, you can kind of go through it if you want, but um, we had lo uh, yifala, that we said that you should not delouse, that you uh, should not read to the nair of the candle. Those were two. The third one is Eichel Eichel Rishon, makes you into a Shani. And then the fourth one is Eichel Eichel Shani, makes you into a um, Shani. Now the fifth one is Shaysa Mashkin Temeim. If a person, this is just the flip side of exactly what we said in regards to food. Shaysa Mashkin Temeim. If a person drinks Tame Mashkin, my time it goes Rabbanon So we said that if you drink Mashkin that is Tame as a Shani, the person also becomes a shani, just like we were geyser by food. The zimnin, the shasamashkim tameim, because you might come drink drinks that are tame as a shani, vishakal echun de truma, and you will now take food of truma, vishadi lafume upasole. And you, while the liquid is in your mouth, the liquid that is a real shani, midaraisa, you might come put some food that um, of truma and you'll now be possible this truma which is very which is bad okay because a truma like we said it can a uh, mifsel as a shlishi it will get tuma from the food that is in your mouth so this is the exact same case so why did i need to tell me another case meaning why did i need to tell you that if you're eating food that is a rishon or a shani that you become a shani or if i'm drinking drinks that are um, a Rishan or a Shani, then I'm going to become Tami. It's the exact same case. You might have thought that it's Shriach. In other words, when I'm eating food that's a Shani, it's quite possible that I'll be thirsty. It's natural that I'll wash down, you know, I'll take a, a, swig, a, a swig of soda as I'm eating my food that's a Shani. And that's, let's say, or, or, or grape juice, right? And that grape juice is Truma. So that's something that we have to really be concerned about. However, if I'm drinking drinks that are truma, it's not so, it, it wouldn't be so logical that because I'm drinking, I would then pop food into my mouth. It usually works the other way. It usually pops drinks. You, usually when, as you're eating, you would drink because you get thirsty, but yet still, Kamash Malan, we're still going to be geyser this. So that's the first five. The next 
um, the next thing that they were geyser that a person becomes a sheni l'tuma on is the habot reishav rubam amayim shayavim. Okay, if you um, go take a bath. So my taima gazabir rabbanon tuma. Why did the rabbanon were they geyser tuma if a person takes a bath? Amar Abibi, Amar Asi. So they used to normally, let's say they had to do tefillah, so they would they they would be tevil um, in a mikvah b'mei ma'aros mechunasim v'sruchim. They uh, they would use as a mikvah that cave water, right? So they had uh, you know, uh, and it was gathered, so it was gathered water v'sruchim, and the water was kind of disgusting. So the water was disgusting. So what would they do after? The, but they'd have to go be table. So after they be table, they would then go take a bath. So they would now make the bath keva. Now we have to understand what that means. My keva. What's this keva that they started to do to the mayim shuuvim? They would say that it wasn't the mikvah water, meaning the mikvah water was the cave water that was kind of gross, okay? And then they had the bath water. So they would say, They would say that it's not the gross water that is, you know, the disgusting water that is mitahar them, but it's both of them. It's the disgusting water along with the bath. So Amr Le Rava, Rava said, okay, what's the problem? My who cares how you got there? Lamaisa, as long as you were toivel in the cave water, who really cares what people say? El Amr Rava, which just refines a little, show you, they would say that the cave water didn't actually serve as the mikvah. In other words, they went into the cave water because that was the, what they needed for kasher tefillah. Then they would go take a bath. So logically, they would say, okay, well, if I'm washing myself in the bath, so now what's mitahar? What's mitahar me is the clean water, right? And we're afraid, we didn't want them to come and, um, and, and, and then abolish mikvah. So therefore, what we said was, if you take a bath at any point, because we don't want you to come think that, um, that the bath serves, since after they would be toivel in disgusting water, they would take a bath, we didn't want you to think that the bath serves as a tevila, as something that's kosher for tevila. So therefore, they were geyser tum on it. Now, now you won't think, since you know that when you take a bath, you become tummy, you're never going to think that the bath is what's matahar you, because it actually makes you tummy. And then vitar shenafla reshe, so that was number, um, that was number five. So this is, uh, that was, sorry, that was number six. Vitar shenafla reshe v'rubai. Now this is number seven, a tahar that takes a shower. That's nafloi al reishiv rubai shlisha lugamayim. That if it falls on your head, meaning if you pour um, three lug of water, mayim shuvin, that they were also geyser. If you, in other words, that's the equivalent of taking a shower. If you take a shower, then they were geyser that you become a sheni latuma. My time a geyser be tuma. Why were they geyser tuma? Because if if we were not going to be if we were not going to um, be geyser on the uh, shower, then then they would never be geyser on the bath. Meaning they would come take a shower after the mikvah and then the whole thing would be pointless, right? So we said, what was, if you go back on the last one, we said on the last one that the reason why you, uh, your tummy after a bath is because the bath comes off of the mikvah, comes after you go in the mikvah and if the mikvah water is disgusting, we don't want people to think that it's really the bath. But if people... Right. If, if you allowed them an out to take a shower after this, and then they would just take a shower. 
they wouldn't take a bath after going in the disgusting mikvah, and then you'd be right back where you started, which is people would think that the shower is matar you. So what the Gemara is saying is, is that once we had this concern of dirty water and clean water, we have to be geyser both on a bath and on a shower. This safer, the next thing that they were geyser of the 18 things is that a safer, meaning any uh, scroll, any safer of Kedusha, whether it's, let's say, for Tyra or Nevi'im, that they were geyser that if you touch it, you become a Shani Latoma. Or actually, the safer itself is a Shani Latoma. My time of Gazubera Banan Toma. Why did the Rabbanon, why were they geyser Toma? On a safer, originally they would um, decide to keep, hide or keep their truma next to the safer Torah. Why? With the following logic: that both the safer Torah is kadosh and the truma is kadosh. Even the right. So what? So the, they just say like, let's keep our kadosh stuff together. So we know that to treat it properly, we'll put all our kaddish, right? And think about it, if, let's say, at the kitchen. So you have your kaddish cabinet. And they would keep in there, they would keep the, the, safer, the safer Torah, which is kaddish, and the truma. Problem was, keeping the chachazi to kasala they saw that it came to loss, meaning ruin. What would happen? So the mice would come, and they would eat uh, the truma. They would want to get the food that was kaddish. And then they would also start to eat the sifri Torah. The Sfarim. So therefore, they were Gezer Tuma on the Sfarim, on the scrolls. And now, since we know, again, everybody knows that if something is Tame, Shani, that you're not going to put your Truma there or touch your Truma with it because we don't, you don't, you don't want to apostle your Truma if you're a Kain. So um, you don't want to make your Truma Tame or apostle or it. So therefore, once we were Gezer that is safer as a Din of a Shani, then they won't come to put their truma next to it because they would then passle the truma which they don't want to do they want to eat it and your hands so that's the next thing number if you're keeping track i think number nine your hands are um tuma because um the gemara says because the hands are busy they go into places that are not so uh, proper with which to then eat truma which is kadosh and so Rashi says that it's a din of a bizayan. Okay, and yeah, that was number nine. Okay, so since it's a bizayan, so they were geyser, they did not want you to touch truma unless you washed your hands, so therefore they were geyser, that yadayim have a din of a shani. Tana. Af yadayim habas machma sefer poisless is a truma. Even hands that, that meaning you wa- let's say you wash your hands, then you touched a sefer Torah, that will passel truma. Mishum de Parnach, because what Parnach says, the Amr of Parnach, now this doesn't really make a lot of sense. We're going to have to understand this because we said that a safer is a Shani Lutoma, and then now, and we said separately that your hands are a Shani Lutoma, so of course your hands that come off touching a safer are going to be a Shani Lutoma. So Mishum de Parnach, the Amr of Parnach, Safer Tara Arum, if you touch a Safer Tara Arum, meaning uh, you, you're just with your bare hands, then Nikvar Aram, you will get buried without clothing. Aram Salkadaitach, really? You'll get buried without clothing? Ela Amr Avzeira, Aram Belay Mitzvahs. Okay, that means that you you will be buried, you'll lose your mitzvahs. Belay Mitzvah Salkadaitach, really? You won't have any mitzvahs? So if I go ahead and I touch the Sefer Torah, I did, I was, I did a, a, a billion mitzvahs in my, in my, in my years, then um, I'm done. They all, I lose them all. 
that without the mitzvah, meaning you went, let's say, to go, um, uh, uh, for instance, to go learn Torah, and you touched the Sefer Torah while you were learning, or let's say you touched the Sefer Torah when you were going to do Hagbar or Galila, right? So you're going to lose the schar of that mitzvah itself. That's what we're saying. But the point is that we see Rabbi Parnach says that one may not touch a Sefer Torah, okay? So, Warren um, wants to know, Hi, Gazer Beresha. Which Gezerah? Did Reb Parnach come first? Or did the Gezerah of Beishamai come first? Ilema ha Gazer Beresha. If you want to tell me that Yodayim came first, that the Gezerah of Beishamai, one of the Yudches, one of the 18 things, came first, and that was Yodayim. Kivan dehach Gazer Beresha hasulamali. Once we said that Yodayim are going to be ashamed of the Tumah, why would I need another Gezerah to tell me that Yodayim and Tatcha Sefer Torah are going to be Ashani Lutuma. Ella, you have to say, Hach Gazabaresha, the Rav Parnach came first in regards to touching Yadaim that came to touch the Sefer Torah, the Hadar. So first we said that Yadaim that touch the Sefer Torah are going to be Tame. And then the Hadar Gazabakul Yadaim. And then after, that was Rav Parnach came first. And then afterwards we said, by the way, that Halacha is no longer relevant because now your Yadaim are always going to be Ashani Lutuma. Okay. So now we'll move on to the next thing. We're going to try here attempt at number 10. Or the next, uh, not the next thing, the next one of the Yud Chesedvarim. So the next one we said and we listed in our listing was Utful Yoyim. And that is Utful Yoyim is somebody who went to the mikvah, let's say, in the morning. Somebody was Tameh. They went to the mikvah in the morning. So now they are somewhat tahar. However, the, in order for them to be completely tahar, they need something called Harav Shemesh. The sun has to set. So they just need time. Okay, so Tful Yoim, so they, they went through all the process that they could. They're waiting for, they're waiting for time. And then we said that as a din of a shani. What are you talking about? How could you say this is one of the things that Beishamai and Beishil got into a room and, and fought about and worked out and were regeiser tuma? That is a din daraisa that a Tful Yoim is a shani lotuma. Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, Uva Shemesh Vitahar. That we said that. Only with the Bia Shemesh will you be Tahar. Until then, you're going to be a Puzzle. And uh, we learned from Adrasha that the Puzzle there is a Puzzle Shani, that it's gonna, you're going to Puzzle Truma. So the Gemara says, Sami Mikan Yom, we have to remove Tful Yom. Okay, strike that from the record. That's not one of the 18 things. But the next one is, Va'echlin Shenitmu B'mashkin. Food that was um, Tame with liquid. So b'mashkin demai, we want to know what liquid is this food tummy with? So if you want to tell me that this is liquid, meaning food that came in contact with liquid becomes a shani lotoma. So which liquid? If you want to tell me that it's liquid that came off a of sheretz, meaning a sheretz touched some water or some water touched a sheretz and then the water touches the food. The problem is the rice in that is going to be Daraisa, meaning the Sheretz has a din, Midaraisa of a Avatoma. The water or liquid that touches the Sheretz now becomes a Risha in Lutoma, Midaraisa. Okay? And then the water touches food, that the food becomes a Shani Midaraisa. So why are you telling me that we were Geyser, Shani Lutoma, on food that touched water if I just walked you through how it's Daraisa? It's not a Gezeira Darabanon, it's a real Daraisa. Dichsev, as the Pasuk says, Vachomashke Asher Yishaseh. That any mashka that one drinks that touches the sheretz, that becomes Risha and Lutuma Daraisa. 
Ella, we have to be talking about what kind of liquid. Okay, that let's say water, let's say you wash your hands and you still have a little bit of water on your hands. We had this in, uh, for those that were with us in Brachas, when we talked about the Devarim, Beishamai, and Beishil by Eichlin. If you remember, we talked about a sterile environment where Beishil said that we, he was concerned since he said, uh, you know, as far as using the cup, that was a Shani Lutama. So again, we see here that Mashkin, let's say you wash your hands, water that's on your hands, and what we're saying is that even though your hands are only a Shani, so we were only geyser your hands to the Truma, we now are adding another, another Gezerah, that let's say any regular hands, meaning no tuma went on here at all, but you had your regular hands, which we said is a gzera, have a din of a shani tuma, and you have water on your hands, any water, even if that water didn't come off any, any, any psal, will we will treat as a shani tuma, meaning that you cannot touch truma with wet hands. That's why, like for instance, um, when, when we wash our hands for like hamotzi, so that's the idea here. We make sure to dry our hands very, very well because water, this is the, one of those examples that water itself, something being wet, can contract tuma to the truma. And this is This is coming off of the gzera, meaning we said that a sheretz is a din of an av and water that touches a sheretz has a din of a risha and del raisa, which means the eichon would, would have a din of tuma sheni del raisa. So because we're concerned that you might you might touch, uh, you know, a liquid. If, if let's say there's liquid that came off of sheretz, might come to, in contact with truma. So we were geyser and we said any liquid, even if it never came in contact with a truma, it, I'm sorry, with a sheretz. Our concern is, is that water, again, we said sheretz is an av, water that comes in contact with sheretz is, is a risha in the tuma, duh, right? So that's a real tuma. So our concern is that since water that would touch a sheretz is tuma, duh, right? So that we were geyser to any water, anytime there's any liquid, that we make sure that, that water or liquid cannot come in contact with truma at all. I have a quick question. Sure. I understand something. Is this water on the person's hands that, it, that counts as like a chatzitz? If, if his hands are already tame from the gzera, yeah. the water is on his hands, that's not considered touching it with his hands anyway? So it, it would, but he's not touching the truma. He's touching the water, and then the water touches. T- well, the water is like a barrier. Y- yeah, the yeah. I mean, it's really separate. It doesn't really have to do with the water that's on his hands. It's really any. No, the, it just theoretically, how would you touch truma with water? It would have to be with your hands, because how else would you do it? I guess you could uh, hold spritz the water. I you, yeah, I'm mean, saying so you could you could think of some way, but that would be the normal way. But it's not really. In other words, there's two separate things. The dime is a shani lutuma. And then there's liquid itself is a shani lutuma. Practically speaking, the liquid manifests itself when it's on your hands. But let's say, in other words, what we're saying is, let's say you washed your hands, so you remove the tuma in order to eat the truma. If your hands were still a little bit wet, since the lachluchus or the wetness water itself is a shani, that would be a problem on its own. So that's why when 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 a tr- when when a kain went to go eat truma, he had to make sure to dry his hands very very well. Okay. The next thing is the hakelim shenitzma mashkin or kalim that were nitma with mashkim. So we want to right. This is the number uh, eleven that kalim that come in contact with liquid will contract tuma. Kalim. Now we have to understand what this means. Kalim de itzma bemashkin demai. How would we have kalim that contracted that that became tuma 
um, that, that, that contracted tumah from liquid. If we're talking about a mashkin of a zav, so a zav, right, we know it was a person who becomes tameh. Now, the mashkin of a zav have a din of an av hatumah, meaning, so his spit, his meiraglayim, any of the liquids that come out of a person who's tameh zav, so the zav himself has a din of an av like a sharetz. But the liquids that come out of him also, normally we would say things that, you know, uh, like a next generation, it would go down a level by a zav. Learn that from Sukkim, that the liquid of a zav is also has a din of an av So if we're talking about a mashkin of a zav, meaning, now there's a rule by Kalim, that um, is very important, that Kalim could only become Tameh from an Av HaTumah. They Kalim cannot become Tameh from a Rishal HaTumah. So for instance, if a Sheretz touched, if water touches Sheretz, so Sheretz is an Av, and water touches the Sheretz, water becomes a Rishain. If the water touches the Kali, it will not make the Kali the Tameh because the only time a Kali can be Tameh is if it comes into contact with an Av HaTumah. So we were trying to understand we said that, right, this thing is Kalim Shinitu Mashkin. That Kalim that are Tameh Mashkin. We're trying to understand how is it possible for Kalim to become Tameh with Mashkin at all. The only way it would seem possible is the Itu Mashkin Shalzav. Because, like we said, Kalim can only become Tameh if they come into contact with an Avatama. And the only Avatama we know as a liquid is Mashkin of Azav, right, is his spit or something like that. So, therefore, now we're going to have a question, because how could you say that that's a gezerah? That's the raisin in who? Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, v'chi yaroik hazav batahar, that if a zav spits on a tahar, ma'ashibiyad tahar, timesi lach, okay, so we see that that's part of the, the, the limo there, that if the zav spits on a tahar, that the tahar person becomes a rishon latama because the spit itself is an av. Ela, masay, b'mashkin, so how are we going to understand how do we have the Shani Lutuma by a Kli? Or how do we have Tuma by a Kli if you could only contract, um, how do we have Tuma by a Kli if you could only contract Tuma from an Av? And the only Av we know that's a liquid is Mashkin Shazav, and that is Deoraisa. So how are we going to understand this? So you have to say that we're talking about Mashkin that come from a Sheretz, meaning it's not an Av Atuma. And you're right that because we said a kli only would contract tuma from an av and not from the mashkin of a sheretz, but that's what the gzera here is. The gzera misha mashkin to zav, and the gzera is that even though miikur hadin a kli will only contract tuma from an av, we're saying that even if a, a liquid uh, sheretz touch liquid and the liquid touch the kli, that the kli is now. Um, getting the liquids a reshine that the kli will become tame midurabanan we were geyser that it becomes tame as a shani even though maker adin the keli can only become tame from an av. Yeah, somebody want? Sorry, I heard something. Okay, so I have a little bit of a breather here. Okay, that's that's part of the hard part. That's done, um, and those are the first nine. Those are the first nine of tuma. Uh, of truma that we were geyser tuma for truma. The adaye. Sorry. I was just going to ask if he's keeping his proper social distancing. Okay. The adaye tamidishayve hilal gazar did 
did I knew it wasn't going to be a serious question. Really, you want to tell me? So one of the first things we mentioned were Yadayim, number nine on the list of the 18. So really, that, that came off of the Talmidei Shammai Vihilal? Shammai, right? We said that what happened, the Talmidim of Shammai and Hill got into a room. That was on the mission on Yun Gimel Mabez of, of Hananiah ben Chizkiah ben Garon. They went up and the Talmidim fought it out and they, they paskin like Beishamai. We're asking, really? That was the Talmidei Shammai ve Gazar? Shammai ve Gazar. It was Shammai and Hill themselves, not the Talmidim, Ditanya. As we learned in Abraisa, Yosi ben Yezer ish Sreda, Yosi ben Yechanan ish Yushalayim, We'll call them the two Yaisis from now because we're going to have, we're going to, we're going to come back to them for uh, another blot or two. So the two Yaisis said the following, that Gozru Tumal Eretz Amim, that they were Gozer Tuma on the ground of, and maybe the Avir of Chutz Laaretz, that they, in other words, they said anytime, let's say Truma would go to Chutz Laaretz, if it touches the ground or maybe the Avir, then it automatically becomes Tame. Val Kles Chuchis, and the two Yaisis were geyser on Kleis Chuchas, that either no Midaraisa, if you look in the Pasuk, it says that only metal Kalim and earthenware Kalim uh, will become Tame, but Kleis Chuchas, um, glass Kalim, do not. They were geyser Tuma on glass Kalim. Shivan ben Shetach, Tikin Ksuvali Isha, that Shivan ben Shetach, he was Mesakain, that um, you put, in order for a woman's Ksuva, that it's, we put a lien on the husband's assets, so that at any point, if he gives his wife a get, that they can go back and let's say the guy sells his land. Let's say uh, 1985, they get married. 1995, he sells his land. 2005, he divorces his wife. Since he, there was a lien, the Ksuba had a lien on his assets, he can go back, uh, she can go back and he can, he, he, now it comes, he gives a get. She decides, you know, uh, uh, he says, you know what, I have nothing left. We can go back and we can get from the purchasers from the Lukuchas, we can, since there was a lien going back to 1985 when they got married, that we put a lien for the Ksuba. And they were Gezer Tuma on metal, Kalim. We'll have to see what that means. Shammai Behillel, we'll come back to all these. Shammai Behillel, the point of our Gemara is Shammai Behillel, Gezer Tumas Al Yadayim. So we see that Shammai and Hillel themselves were Gezer Tuma on the Yadayim, not the Talmidei Shammai and Hillel. So what are we saying? Right, that's schwer. We said that it, this is one of the yud, the yud chesedvar, one of the eighteen things that the talmidim of Shaman Hill thought about. We see that it was Shaman Hill themselves that were geyser When we said that it was Shamai, meaning when this brayso was quoting Shaman Hill, it didn't really mean Shaman Hill themselves. It meant Shaman v'siyasai, Shaman his crew, v'hill v'siyasai, and his crew, meaning talmidei Shamai and Hill. V'amar Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel yud chesedvar gazru uvi yud that there were 18 things that they were geyser and that they argued about. We see that Hill and Shammai only argued in three places. And we'll discuss these three places on the next um, on the next daf. But we see that there were only three places that they argued. So, and Yudayim wasn't one of them. So therefore we see that, um, we see that uh, it could not have been um, something that was geyser for everybody. Uh, we, we see that it cannot have been something that was geyser by Talmidei Shammai and Hillel and Shammai and Hillel. So, so also inu gazer litlois. Maybe you'll say that Shammai and Hillel said that you should be... Okay, so there's two things, right? We Before I say this part, when we talk about tr- truma becoming tame, 
We're back to that again, even though I said we weren't. Um, when we talk about Truma becoming Tame, there's two levels of Tame. Okay, there's Tame that it becomes usher to eat, but you don't actually do anything with it. And then there's becomes Tame, or there's two dinim, I should say, not two levels. There's that if something becomes Tame, what do you do with it? So normally the, the din by Truma Tamea, if you have Truma that becomes Tame Midaraisa, you would burn the Truma. It's Asr Bahana, right? You just burn it. There's nothing else to do with it. You can't eat it. There's no way to, to wash it, to clean it, right? So you just have to burn it. So the problem is, is that if it's not real Tuma, then you can't go ahead and burn it because Midaraisa, it's Truma that's fine. You can't cause Ibud, you can't destroy Tuma, that Midaraisa is fine, Midarabana is not fine. But there were certain times where they said, so then we would have a din of what's called litlice. We would suspend it or hang it. Okay, so meaning the Truma is, the Truma now became Tama Midarabana. It's in suspense. You can't burn it because Midaraisa is not Truma, and you can't eat it because Midarabana is an Isra to eat it. So there's two levels anytime Truma becomes Tame. Sometimes we'll say litlice, that you just leave it there, and sometimes we will say burn it. So Vachitema also in who goes or litlice that Shamayin Hill, you're right, there were two levels of Gzeira, that Shamayin Hill came along and said, don't eat this truma, but don't do anything else with it, don't burn it. And then when we said Gazru Tuma Biadayim, what were we talking about? That the that even the Shamayin Hill came and they said, don't eat that truma, but don't burn it. But also Tamidayu, the Tamidim came, the Gazru list, right? And the Tamidim came and they said, don't if truma touches yadayim, then you should actually burn the tuma. Tuma, ilfa, that can't be, because ilfa says yadayim tchilas gzeiras and lisreifa. When by yadayim, whenever they made the gzeira, that yadayim arishteni l'tuma, the gzeira was made enacted in a way that as soon from the time it was enacted, when if it would come into contact with truma, it would automatically go to lisreifa. So we see there was never a time where we held Taila, and therefore you can't say that Shammai and Hill held Taila. Ella asu inu, you must say. That Shammai and Hillel really were Gazer Yadayim. Also, Inu, Shammai and Hillel, Gazer. They were Gazer that Yadayim become Tamei. And they did not accept it from them. But also, Talmidayu. Then came their Talmidim. Gazru. Vikibluminayu. They were Gazer it again because nobody ever listened. Nobody listened to when Shammai and Hillel said it the first time. Okay, Frek de Gemara, really? So you want to tell me that th- that's what happened? Vakati Shleima Gazar. That Shleim HaMelech was Gazar on Yodayim as Tuma. It doesn't go back only from, not, not, not just that it's not from Tamid the Shleim HaMelech, that it's not even Shleim HaMelech themselves. It goes all the way back to Shleim HaMelech. Amr Rabbi Yehuda Amr Shmol, Bishashatik and Shleim Erevin, that when Shleim was Mesakin, the need for an Erev, meaning that Midar Raisa, let's say a Chatzar, you have two Rishus Hayachids feeding into a Chatzar, there should be no, nothing wrong with with taking stuff from one Rosh to another Rosh Shlomo Melech was the one that came up and said that he was misaking extra Takanas, and he said that you can't transfer stuff from Rosh to Rosh without an Erev. So he was B'Shash Shatikin Shlomo Erevin V'in Nitilas Yadayim and Nitilas Yadayim Yatzasabaskol V'Amra that Baskol came out and said B'ni Im Chacham Libcha if you wisen up your heart, Yismach Libi Gamani, that I, uh, Hashem, will also be happy, my heart will be happy, Chacham Beni Vesamach Libi, Vashiva Chorpe Davar, and I will return the disgrace, meaning that what we see here is that Shleima enacted Takanas, 
That's what the Pasuk is saying. But we see what, what one of the Takanas, that was in Tiyos So how could you tell me that Shammai and Hill enacted this Takana, that Yodayim are Tame? And then nobody accepted and then came Be Shammai and Be Hillel. So we see that it goes all the way back to Shlama. So the Gemara answers, Asha Shlaima Gazar Lekadshim, that no, Shlaima was Gazar Netiyah Sedayim. We didn't say for Truma, that's for Kadshim. That you have that that you have to wash your hands. That your hands are going to be tame to eat kachim. But also inu gazer after truma shamay and hillel came and were gazer it for truma. Then came base shamay and base hillel and they were gazer and, and 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 when shamay and hillel were gazer it nobody listened. Then came base shamay and base hillel and that is when um, people finally accepted that your yadayim are sheni latuma. So, just a question for everybody um, in regards to Shabbos' daf. Um,